Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. I've been running up checks, trading on Forex. NFTs, NFTs, nigga, where your floor at? Eastside living in the sky rise, fucking bitches on my deck. My Coinbase account make you niggas bank account look upset. Woo, Sabe. These niggas too upset. I'm front row at the Warriors game, Dabby Dre and Steph. I'm a big dog to you, little Frenchy ass niggas ballin' in debt. And my crypto.com wallet just went up 40 in net. Sabe. Let me order that check. I got Alex waiting out of Dubai to party with new shreds. And my party ain't being there, niggas got 20 bitches on deck. With a Lambo truck pulling up to the airport when I land. Ooh. Hold on, hold on. I've been away for a while now. So uh, after you got the role in Last Black Man in San Francisco and you went through that whole experience, um, did that give you like the acting bug, which a lot of people mention, like once they get into it, all of a sudden they get bit and like, do you want to pursue acting? Do you have any other projects that you're currently working on? Yeah. So um, after Last Black Man in San Francisco, um, I seen that, you know, the, the industry noticed my, you know, my talent. And um, I under, I started understanding the, the film industry uh, way better than I understood the music industry. And it was something that I can actually control. I could be the writer, the producer, the director uh, in the production company. So at that point, you know, with me being a storyteller in general, I was, you know, fully fledged into film. And, um, you know, with doing so, I ended up, um, you know, landing a lot of auditions, but then I ended up landing a role in a movie called Deadlock with um, with Bruce Willis that recently just Die came out. himself, wow. baby. Mm, so make nice. sure y'all go check Drive. out. Can you feel I mean, that, though? <laughs> can you feel that? 80s buff? Can you I mean, feel that? Come on, man. I mean, you talking about Bruce Die Hard, baby? Come on, man. How many people can say that? Exactly. How was it working with him? Legend. Uh, you know, working with Bruce Willis, I, I mean, I had one scene with him, right? Uh, and that's all I needed, ultimately, right? Yeah. Uh, but I had one scene with him. You know, I asked some subtle questions, you know, uh, and it was the scene that I had with him. It was really scary, to be honest, uh, because we have guns in here. I have a gun pointed at me. You know, I'm not going to give it up. You hear about that um, story with Baldwin, how someone got crazy. shot. But this head. was before oh, that, that was, happened. Oh. But, right? But I, this gun, and he's in this moment yeah. where he's like this, <laughs> and he, I, I think he's losing it because oh, he, yeah. he's like, I'm really he's yeah. talking to the director because it's like some in-between. they just trying to yeah, get that yeah, one yeah. shot from uh -huh. him, right? Uh, but he's like, I really don't like this guy. Like you're feeling that energy. And he's looking at me, right? Oh, 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 oh. The whole, the whole fucking uh, set is quiet. And then they, uh, they're like, Bruce, you just got to say this. And we'll, yeah. he was like, but I but I really don't like this motherfucker, right? And, <laughs> Yippee -ki -yay, and, and motherfucker. on one side, I'm like, okay, he trying to get into it. But yeah. I'm like, do he know who I am? <laughs> did he support like Kamala? Right. <laughs> or did, you know, is he a Republican? Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> right? And what ended up going from there, he was like, you know, he was like, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. And then he took a breath, but in that moment, I'm like, damn, am I about to die? Right. Like, this is Die Hard for real. This is Bruce uh, Willis. Snap back to Die Hard three He was having a hot it's flash. Him like, killing people. That's yeah. all I know. Right. I mean, even though it's movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's killing people. Is this they really about that, to happen? That actor, bro, they really be in that moment, bro. Yeah. Talking about being in that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and I'm handcuffed. It's oh, like, yeah. come oh, on, champ. So. But yeah, dealing with uh, working with Bruce Willis, man, was a dream come true. Nice. Um, yeah. What well, the the beauty about getting into uh, into film and just the industry in, in general, I was able to come to terms to turning them all into my peers, and, yeah. and then not looking at them as like these you know these superstars mm -hmm. and you know people that I can't you know um, I can't necessarily you know get to. And when I was at Sundance, I met a guy uh, named Mike Huff. Mm -hmm. And he loved the last black man in San Francisco. And he's, he said it, it inspired him and he wanted to get into film. And he had this idea of this movie called Punk Kids. Wow. And 
um, it was a short film and he was like, man, I love if you, you know, you could be in it. And at the time I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe so we'll get back to the Bay. Yeah. He was from the Bay. It was like, okay, right. cool. And then, um, we lost contact. You know what I mean, over, uh, over a little time. And then, uh, next thing you know, there was a, uh, he shot a short film of it mm-hmm. and he had shot, uh, 15 minutes of it. And he still needed to do the other 15 minutes. So when I seen it, I said, damn, this shit is shot good. And when he told me that their, their budget, uh, they only spent $7,500 on the budget, and this wow. is 15 minutes. So that turned the light on. I said, hold on, son. another 15 minutes, yeah. 75. I'm like, hold on, we could pull this off. Make right. A full Ooh. film. What about seventy thousand dollars? You know what I mean? I'm like, look, I love the short film. Let's turn it into a feature. Nice. So um, he said, I, I love the idea, and so he went back to the uh, to the drawing board. We kept what they shot, mm. and he just developed it from there to a whole feature. Nice. Uh, and I said, you know, I wanna I wanna add in people that's here from San Francisco, uh, from the Bay Area, Dope. just yeah. in general, to act in it, right? Because that's how I got my opportunity, yeah, right? For sure. Uh, Paying it for it, right? Real rule, you know what I mean? Uh, um, you know, type of uh, of people who probably wouldn't get these opportunities, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And throw them in the fire, because everybody thinks that they're acting until they're not. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, you know, but now when you have these certain characters, you know, like Big Rich, you know, Jasmine Corley, I put Gunna in the movie, you know, it was like, man, you know, let me be able to do something, you know, again, for my community, you know, and, and do this film. I'm going to raise the money. I went out and raised the money for it. So it was my first movie I, you know, I, I produced. Yeah, right. And then and I ended up actually, you know, acting in it as well, even though I didn't uh, plan. But it, it gave me experience as well to see how the whole set the is set works. up and how directing goes and how the language is and stuff like that, because that's what I want to do. I yeah. want to direct. I want to run, run a yeah. set. Before I produced that, I got up with a guy named Micah, who I was introduced to, who was into film. He was a writer. And I wanted to write a movie, right? And but I didn't know the exact structure, right? Yeah, right. I didn't yeah. know final draft. Yeah. So Screenplay, I, I brought shit. him in and was like, "Hey, look, I'll pay you X at the beginning, and I'll pay you X at the end, and let's write it together." Right. Well, I'll give you writer's credit, but this is my story and how I want to tell oh, it. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I did everything I needed to do. I produced the movie as I was writing it. I, atta- right. I attached Dante Bosco. Mm. Right. I was having Pilo play the young Rudy. And I was, you know, going to do a lot of the, you know, the young Filipino kids right mm-hmm. here, you know, in District mm-hmm. 6, you know, put them in there and tell this story, this untold story that happens in San Francisco about the Gorilla Pino, uh, a perspective of life that that nobody knows about San Francisco, about inner city, outer city kids. And mm. when I say outer city, it's like, it's still in the city, but it's on the edges. Yeah, I'm talking about exactly. Hunters Point, Filmo, seven by seven. Seven. Yeah, you know what I mean? Shit. Seven by seven. And um, so, you know, we wrote it. And now once I wrote that uh, uh, with him, I knew how to actually write. And I was confident in it. And um, I was supposed to shoot it uh, 2020. Mm. I moved back from L.A., uh, on my mission, I went to LA on a mission to learn the film industry, and that's why I built a lot of my relationships and you know, and on, on the trail to try mm-hmm. to produce my my documentary about my about my yeah. story. Um, but then you know, I came back. Of course, uh, at the club, we were supposed to be doing our grand opening, and I was going to shoot this this movie. All in the beginning of March 2020. All, all at the beginning of March 2020. That shut yeah. me down. Oh, yeah. 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 Drink enough stuff on this set to make us feel we had to do that. It set me Damn. back. I learned so much over the past you know, two and a half years. I was set back in film to a degree, though certain things was uh, you know, being developed, like uh, uh, like punk kids. It right. set punk this kids back. This leads you to your documentary. 
docu-series that we referenced? Yeah, yeah, of course. So the, the docu-series, look, I've been pitching my docu-series, right? Like my, my story, I could have sold my story a, a thousand times mm -hmm. over already, yeah. right? But you I, I want to control. You want to be, you you have the creative want, control. You know, you I want to like control my story you and how I tell it because it's way bigger. And I'm not, my story ain't supposed to just be a part of this series yeah. where they tell all these different stories. Yeah, my yeah. story is supposed to be the catalyst to tell stories. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So that my platform. docu-series, mm. you know, framing true love isn't just about framing true love as in me. It's framing true love, framing the, the country, yeah. the people that have, you know, built up this country, the people that's in the cricks and the cracks and the yeah. crown, uh, 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 that, that stories ain't being told. Well, they don't have access says to mm -hmm. and how it's a chain reaction because that was the, that was the working title chain reaction okay. and the whole concept you know of it but I have my production company, yeah. True Narrative, but now, you know, you go to Netflix, you go to these, what's the name? They ain't about to give you, you know, uh, three, four, well, five million budget, dollars right? yeah. if you can't show what you can produce. Yeah. So I learned that you got to team up with a production company who already proven That's their whole thing, yeah. broker they your deal them with credits. them, broker your deal with them, then your control broker, right, yeah. of what your deal going to be, take it to them, and now they're like, they're pitching it right mm. or what the story is and now they know that they could pull it off yeah. they know they could trust them with the money mm. and that's how you build up your name for your production that's company right. that's how you get your credits as well mm -hmm. so even with punk kids right my, my whole thing understanding that it was like you know uh, I might not be being picked up for all these different roles but you know what I could uh, uh, I could executive produce produce yeah. this mm. film make sure that it's dope I got my uh, my production company credit yeah. Executive producer credit. Now I'm being put into that circuit. Now, exactly. Yeah. All these other stories, right? When it comes down to film, when I say film, I'm doing film right now, and it feel good. <laughs> it it feels real good, <laughs> man. Hollywood, Hollywood, back to Frisco, yeah, baby. But that's, that's oh, Hollywood, Millie. My, my stories, <laughs> my, my stories, never entitled uh, Hollywood, L.A. on wow. set. Yeah, you know, the you can't produce, make, you yeah, can't you make can't this make shit up. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, my story is like the movie I'm working on now uh, is BSU, Black mm. Student Union, which started right here in San Francisco. That's my love letter to San Francisco. Mm. I'm going to show you how something so black started in a city right. that's looked at as so white, right? I'm going to tell that story. Yeah, so how yeah. I tell that story, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to write that story. <coughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to go get Avery Williams, mm. now I mean, the professor of screenwriting at Morehouse, mm. have him write it, hire him to write it, and then I go to Oakland and tell Boots Riley, come on, because you know hey, you want to tell this yeah. story. And now Boots you, is crazy. Right? So you match them together, you drop that on motherfucking deadline, <laughs> you know, through my publicist, yeah. and everybody's like, what? Yeah. I want to be attached to that. <laughs> right? right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Raise the money. Also on top of attached uh, talent, mm -hmm. Bushrati talent, his name, talent, right? And now it's, sort of, you know, get a piece actor here, piece actor there, and then you bottle that up. I could take this to fucking- Anybody. I, I take this to anybody yeah. they're gonna jump on. Yeah. Forced but, to be but the with. beauty yeah. of it is saying this, no. Yeah. The budget is going to be about $3 million. Let me raise the money and do it myself and then put it inside Sundance, inside yeah. Cannes and stuff like that yeah. and show that I could produce yeah. a high quality film and then make them buy it. Exactly. And now when I go to, when I got an idea, a dope ass mm. idea and I go to a Netflix or I go to a, you know, a, a, a Sony or, yeah. or whatever it may be with an idea and stuff like that, they're going to be like, yeah, we'll give you the money. They already yeah. know. And, and that's not so, of course, so I'm doing BSU, but also my love letter to Oakland, the Neil Wilson story. I'm wow. doing that now. I'm writing that and producing that, mm, and I'm that, directing that. That whole now situation I mean? was super unfortunate. That you was know? actually a, a, a good friend of mine. Yeah, He's, and it's just crazy. All, 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 yeah, all, man. all together. I, when I, Her when sister story, being a lot of it. Like they, a lot of people <sighs> don't point out the fact that. You know, not only the traumatization of her sister, yeah. uh, seeing her sister seeing being murdered, happened, but yeah. also almost being yeah. murdered herself. Yeah. Like, exactly. I, I can't wait to see that one. Like, <clears throat> yeah, you know nah, I mean? yeah. That's, that's deep. Yeah. I started writing that at the beginning of 21, but you know what I discovered? NFTs. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I discovered the NFTs. Apes. And, you know, and that, and, and on that, it, I was so much at the beginning <laughs> stage of what 
crypto NFTs was, and I wanted to figure out what this what this thing was because yeah. there was a big hype about it. Mm. I had my guy Yobes, shout out my guy Yobes, hey. who told me about Bitcoin about four years ago, and I wish I would have okay. listened to yeah. him, right? Yeah. And, and so everybody, said, and once I started You're understanding to how the technology worked, I said, <laughs> damn. How do I build a business structure using this tool? Yeah. So it took me about about six months to really fully wrap my head all the way around it to be able to present a concept to how it could be self-sufficient and profitable and how you can necessarily monetize right. off of it as well and bring everybody along with you. Yeah. To be financial Let's try to literally. break it down yeah. for because it's people that yeah. this, yeah. shit is, this shit is still so raw. Okay, it's still, I mean, yeah. so, it's still so raw and foreign because like Definitely. I, I'm a good friend of yours and I've been following the whole movement and, and at first it was like you know, not like you. We were talking earlier pre-screen where you were saying like you understand everybody don't got the fifteen hundred and the mm. initial upfront frost of, of of getting your own yeah. right. But doing your homework and you really dive into it the way you explained it recently, I like you to weigh in that because it makes so much more sense. Like people still don't even know what an NFT stands yeah, for. Exactly. NFT stands for non fungible token. And what does that mean for no. all us dummies that's out there? So, world? so uh, non-fungible, like you know, um, fungible is is something that you could break up, right? So, a dollar, a dollar is uh, is fungible because you, you could break, break it up it in, in four co- uh, four quarters, or ten right? Dimes. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, a uh, NFT is non-fungible. So you you can't break it up. Man, nigga, I figured out how to break and you it. Monetize up. From, you monetize from every cell, though, right? He said he figured out how to break it up. I figured out how to share the wealth. <laughs> right? Where, where, where the owner of that NFT could ultimately make money, but other people could share in on the experience. Ooh. You know what I mean? Share in it. And break so, that pencil. So let me break let me break down the concept of NFTs in general, why they are a big thing, why the metaverse is a big thing. For one, cryptocurrency is a four trillion dollar industry, but they can't spend their money. Yeah. Right? Where can they spend their money? Right. right? It's not like build up of wealth, but can't but you can't wow. spend NFT's it. NFT's right? the outlet. So listen, mm. so that's the currency. NFT is the company. Metaverse is the the storefront. Right. So, for instance, for plain English, Mm. Louis Vuitton, they open up a store in Decentraland. Right. Now you travel into the metaverse. You go into Decentraland, into Louis Vuitton. Right. Virtual Slack. Virtual as your character. (laughs) Right. And you see this shirt. Right. Mm. And that shirt is an NFT. Right. But then you can click it. And then it'll show you like the size mm. and it'll show you what it will look like in real life, right? So you click, you like, you know what? I want that shirt. Then you buy that shirt with your cryptocurrency, which is Web3, mm. right? With your cryptocurrency and you get it as an NFT, a receipt, right? But also they send it to you in real life. Oh, so, so it's a, now, a double up. Now <laughs> they could, and remember and it, this shit, all this shit is not regulated, right? So yeah. they're not paying those taxes on it, yeah, right? So now you're system. able to sell real life things, product, without a real life the tangible, Ooh. without having to go through the government to do so. So Ooh, now you can open up a store in real life and open a store in the metaverse. But now the four trillion dollars, they could start spending the money. Oh. Wow. They could start spending the money. That's a trip. That's so, a trip. so every business model, right, is about, uh, and a tease is gonna be built on that. Yeah. Now, like, you gotta think about where Web 2 was. I get passionate about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> where, where Web 2 was. His, his director hat went off and his yeah. business yeah. went right yeah. back on. What, what, Web 2, I remember being three years old, man, you know, well, five, six, whatever, and, you know, they introduced you into these computers yeah. and shit like that. That had no effect on me at home. Mm-hmm. It had no effect on my everyday life, so I didn't give a fuck about it. My parents did it, so forth and so on, right? Like I said earlier, I didn't learn, you know, about computers till I was 30 years old, yeah. really, <laughs> fully, right? Now, mm-hmm. now, granted, you know, like, yeah. out of New York shit, but blase, blase, yeah. right? Most of us came up like that. Mm-hmm. We never knew that we, like, yeah. the, the nah. computers, that it was going to be on your phone. So I looked at it like... 
if I don't learn about this right now, I'm not going to be able to teach my kids. I'm not going to be able to grow with them and so forth and so on. This is Web3. This is the future of what currency actually is, you know? So that's what made me dive into crypto and NFTs. But I'm like, hold on. How how am I going to be on the forefront to be able to turn this into generational wealth, right? Mm. So it was always the business sense of being able to, you know, construct a business uh, entity using the NFT, but giving to people, you know, these real life perks, right? Like most NFT projects are like rug pulls, right? You know, they're money grabs. They grab the celebrity. They grab (laughs) the celebrity. They put his name on it. And then all the people lose all (laughs) No, no, it's not just people lose all that money. You gotta think about this. Look, you have trillions of dollars people have in crypto yeah. and they I don't have to nothing to spend. They're like, man, I want to spend it on something. <laughs> and now right? I have the ability. So, but I have the ability to, so even when they mm. buy something, right, and that company that sells it or whatever it may be, it's really on them to do good by them because you know what that is? That's crowdfunding, right? Yeah. That's all that is, is crowdfunding. Because being 100%, I'm a, I was going to open up a club regardless, right? Mm. But hold on. I could crowdfund this, right? Mm. And but I'm not just crowdfunding for me to win everything and me to you know be able to win this and get, to get this money. Yeah. No, I'm crowdfunding to build something for us where you can make money as well. Everybody, wow. somebody asked me uh, earlier today. I think I think we win. Come on, The way he's breaking it down. So, oh yeah, I want to go to the club. Okay, cool. I've heard your spills about Bay Apes. I'm okay. kind of interested. How do I go about purchasing? Because I, I know people be on the fence. H- hopefully some of this parts gets to some of those yeah. people that are still on the fence. But you got me. I'm ready to commit. I see all these ETHs. I see all these, ET- I see all these ETHs. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a little savvy. Because those probably not. Yeah. I don't know I'm if everybody else is. I'm the group, yeah. But <laughs> what does this all inspire? Like you say, how do I build my generational wealth if I take this leap of faith and I go out and I and I, and, and I get into this? Yeah. So so investing in, look, I, I'm going to tell anybody, right? Like, you're better off, if you got any savings, anything, you're better off taking all that shit out of here or under your mattress and put it all into Ethereum or put it all into Bitcoin. At mm-hmm. least those two. Those two are safe. Those, Those two are, are promising. Yeah, yeah. They're promising, right? Bitcoin will be a million dollars of Bitcoin, right? Like, you got to understand, you know, niggas always talk about they stacking. Is you really stacking? Yeah. Can you right. take this money, put it over there, see that it made a thousand dollars, you know, in, in one month, right? And, and just sitting there, yeah. right? It made a thousand dollars, not me, in one month, month. right? And so you can predict maybe every, you know, other money make another thousand dollars, but you only make that thousand dollars off of six hundred dollars. Right. right? You know, and, and seeing where that necessarily is going and so forth and so on, can you keep it there without saying, without pressuring yourself to say, man, I could use that I money right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let that it's, shit ride. You know what I mean? People are better off taking all your money, putting it in cryptocurrency because that's where it's going. Even when it gets regulated, don't worry about it. You're going to have to pay some taxes. Every You even They're pay taxes with, that. with yeah. that right there, yeah. right? But that's but, pretty almost the only knock. You might have to pay a little bit of tax. Yeah, later on. But this way, if you dive into it, as you know, ways around that as well. But yeah. as long as it's in there, you're not paying taxes, right? But that's why they got the crypto.com credit yeah. card now, right? Yeah. Now the money don't even, money, money don't even gotta go inside the bank no more. Now yeah. you if you got twenty thousand dollars on Coinbase, right, you get this uh this, this debit card, now I mean Visa, yeah. and now you can go ahead and uh uh and, and, and make your purchases. If you need to grab out five hundred dollars, yeah. you need to pay your bills, <laughs> you need to do all Billy that shit. Now you're not paying nothing because uh-huh. it's never going to these no banks. banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's never going to these banks. And that's the whole thing of it, right? So you don't catch that quick capital gain. If you pull out within that year, you pay 45%. Yeah, but even beyond, tax man, tax man. yeah, now, but even beyond that past one year, right? You bring out, you know, more than $10,000, they see that shit coming out and stuff like that. They go, Uncle Sam gonna be like, well, shut yeah. man, where that money at? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you invested. And, and right? a lot of people don't know the, law, how you the get new law that just passed like this past year. If there's hustle. a $600 transaction, whether it's you buy or sell, it's gotta be reported. No, so that didn't pass. 
It didn't. No, it, it, did, it doesn't affect it. No, that well, didn't pass. It didn't work. Didn't. No, it didn't pass. Like, look, remember, it was at you know nine thousand, nine ninety five hundred. Nobody yeah. never wants to drop ten thousand right. on nothing yeah. because yeah. they want to block it, right? But you can't. You know how many times? This is better. I turn You know how many times a day they will have to keep that data and research yeah. into somebody making a six hundred dollar purchase? Yeah. Like, come on, man. They haven't even regulated tech. Them niggas couldn't yeah. regulate. Tech isn't regulated. Them niggas couldn't regulate. That PPP either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Shit, I know some motherfuckers make a whole lot of money over yeah, that man. shit. But now, yeah, so, you know. Or the EDD, nigga. Yeah, out. but like, you know, uh, uh, NFTs, man, the Bay Apes, to get to the Bay Apes, I want to, you know, hammer this home. Look, um, with other NFT projects, don't have real life perks, they don't have tangibles. Most of them, you know, um, uh, have. Uh, they overpromise, under deliver. You buy NFT from because you could buy NFT for you know fucking zero point five Ethereum about twenty bucks, thirty bucks. Mm. That don't mean that you're gonna be able to sell it for a yeah. hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now, you gotta soon. create the market for <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. You gotta create the market for it, right? Is Especially the, after the sale. Is that the, the difference? Is that the difference? Yes. With, with this wave, because I've noticed that like uh, like I wasn't too keen, but I'm like. Obviously, these are art people on that thing. They're pushing that shit crazy as fuck. And there's yeah. just people that really love art that's putting the out these crazy-ass prices for it. But listen to this. Because you have seen some of these be successful. Yeah. You've seen some people, you know, drug mind stuff. They've, they've invested in stuff, and, and, and they got crypto. stuff that's crazy yeah. right now. And yeah, because or they're buying, getting paid in crypto. Getting paid in crypto, yes, for sure. You know why? Smartest thing to do. Because they're going to make more money in one year off that crypto than mm. if that money sat in the yeah. bank or even the risk of it putting it in the marketplace. Right. Right. You know, and now you you don't have to put it too much in nowhere. You just sit it right there. Make sure you got that, you know, you, you got that safe lock. Now, I mean, that nobody could get your shit type shit. And you just let it sit. You let it go up. You let it go down. You let it go up. You let it go down. Right when you get to the top, now, I mean, towards the end of the year, you go ahead and put it in a stable coin, right? Mm-hmm. Because because a lot of people going to sell, right? Because, you know, they they, they, they want to pull their money yeah, out. They want to pull they, it right? out, yeah. Because yeah. they want to pay taxes on it. They want to take their gains. But once you go ahead and put it right there in that stable coin, that shit ain't going to go up. And it ain't gonna go down. And then once about two, right? three months in, you go ahead and drop it back in drop because it back, it's gonna man. build right back up. Mm-hmm. It's gonna surpass the peak of what it was yeah. the year before. So Ethereum, Ethereum last year peaked at forty four hundred dollars, right? Wow. Towards the end of the year, that shit started dropping, started dropping. It dropped all the way down so like uh, to about 12, no, not thirteen hundred. No, it dropped to about twenty four hundred dollars. Mm. But that's a two thousand yeah. dollar drop if you yeah. kept it up in there, right? 60,000 down to almost what thirty eight thousand. Yeah, exactly. Bitcoin yeah. too, right, right, right. Towards the end of the year, <laughs> December, right? Because everybody took that game. Everybody was pulled, yeah. Right? Because, uh, you know, just at the beginning of uh, 2021, 2020, you could have got a Bitcoin for $17,000. Bro, I had three coins. I tell the story. I had three coins back in the day when they were worth like $300. I got them all fucking DJ Epic, nigga. Damn. Fucking, they came up. They went, I think I sold them at one point for like $1,600. Nigga, Come I thought on, I was balling in. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dumbass on the top, nigga. He sold them for a stimulus check. Like the stock where you're buying when it it's is. low and selling high and kind yes. of, you know, I, learn how to manipulate the market. Yep. You got to know how to do it. Like if you focus on it, man, I swear there's so many coins mm. that's out there. You know, if, if you take the time, like I, I tell people all the time, take the time. Like I'm into like, you know, like Forex. I heard of Forex. Yeah. So Forex, I mean, you know, it's a currency exchange. That's mm. what the banks do with our money. Because mm-hmm. they, they, if you go to Wells Fargo, Chase, that's how they and, stand interest rates. You could go, use your money. You could exactly. Yeah. You could. You, we could all go to the bank right now and say, "Give us all our money." They don't got it. You know why? Because it's tied up mm-hmm. in trades. Right. Moves. And, yeah. and then if you, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, you can get this interest rate." Now I mean, put it in savings. They've been. That's the old sales. Yeah. Like, oh, people what? are so much aware of yeah. shit like that now. That's why cryptocurrency was developed. Is because of that, right? Mm. That's one of the main things that shit. Pops, pops put me on game when I was a young nigga. He mm. keep his shit in the sock under the drawer because uh, you know in his times and still today, cash is king. But cash is cash, cash is, ain't is, king is no more. Cash is pulling that power. Listen, this is different. Yeah. This but is, I hate the fact that I can't go into a bank and say, 
Give I want to take five thousand dollars out today. I don't want to fucking sit here and wait for no manager. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to wait for none of that shit. But yeah. see, in those times, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you question banking, right? You know, coming, you know, in the old times, especially you know, being, you know, being black or you oh, know, yeah. being somebody of uh, of color, yeah. it's like you didn't trust the Jump government. Balls you didn't, here, you know, what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know, so you didn't trust it. It's like so uh, understandable. Keep your you know money in, in the shoebox, but then. Mm-hmm. That's why we were stagnant. That's why we're still trying to climb up out of it, right? Because of the scare, right, of the unknown. We, if we don't know it, we don't educate ourselves on it, we will never get to that pinnacle, right? Same with, you know, I could cross this over to cannabis, right? Knowing that this is our prohibition. We wasn't a part of the first three prohibitions. Uh, uh, ATF, alcohol, tobacco, tobacco firearm. Now it's going to be ATFC. Right, cannabis. cannabis mm. Right, so right now minorities only own like two percent of Real the talk. whole cannabis industry legally. Shout out to right, all the brothers that's out there doing it. But imagine so, the people. Mm. Imagine like you know uh, the uh, the black and brown community mm-hmm. of that two percent. Yeah. Right, on some shit like that. So, but the, the 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 entry level is so fucking high, it's almost impossible, right? So they they're do doing, it but we purpose, are the ones yeah. that made these, you know, made cannabis popular. What, what so yeah. we supposed to be a part of that, you know what exactly. I mean? Same with cryptocurrency, you know what I mean? So we we could be a part of that, right? Mm. We could grow uh, generational wealth off of that, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say <laughs> NFTs, going to buy NFTs is going to start generational wealth, yeah. right? But I can say if you build a, a business structure behind NFTs in a metaverse, you damn right you can because yeah. you got to think about this, right? And I'm, I'm I've been learning all of this game. When 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 I sell out of the Bay Apes, right? I got all this Ethereum, right? That Ethereum about to grow. Mm-hmm. Right? I could leverage that Ethereum. I'm, if I make three million dollars, right? Because I gotta buy this club, right? I gotta mm-hmm. buy this building. I gotta spend this money right back on the motherfucking uh, 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 on the spot, right? So you know what I do? I go ahead and leverage that money that I got and say, "Look, I got the money right there. Mm-hmm. Give me the money. Mm-hmm. Let me use your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll pay your interest on it. Now this money making their own bank. Keep, keep going up. Yeah. It's going up." It's going up. Yeah. I'm gonna let it go up and go down, whatever. Yeah, eventually, yeah, I gotta pay y'all. Y'all yeah. gonna get paid, you know what I mean? Yeah. So on, so on. But this motherfucker is going up, and now I'm able to give everybody. Look, you you on the bay? Not me, shit, nigga. You gonna have opportunity to come to the club two times a month. Hold on, hold on. I've been away for a while now. Hold on, hold on. I've been away for a while now. Sabe, hold on, sabe, hold on, sabe, hold on. So babe, hold on, hold on. I've been away for a while now. Hold on, hold on. I've been away for a while now. Hold on, so babe. Hold on, so babe. Hold on, so babe. Hold on, so babe. I want to start talking about this more because people don't ask the right questions, yeah. right? Uh, so people can understand it. There's 2,222 Bay Apes, right? Do you know a club that fits 2,222 people? Mm. No. No. <laughs> right? So now I'm banking on some people owning a couple of them, right? Yeah. But even if even if motherfuckers, everybody own, you know, two, uh, uh, two of them a piece, that's yeah. 1,111, right? I'm not opening up a club that fits 1,111 people, right? That's a concert. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, the, club, so, so the club is going to fit about 500, yeah, 550, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, at the end of the day. That's so the uh, scarcity is real. Scarcity yeah. builds demand, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, everybody, everybody has the same opportunity, yeah. right? So you, you own this Bay Ape, right? And uh, some people are going to miss their days. They're going to miss their shot. Yeah. You know why? I miss because, Friday night, right? Because, exactly. No, mm-hmm. I, I miss my two weeks two to weeks. get my free table. Mm-hmm. But what you still have, you get in a club for free because you're on the bay, mm-hmm. right? But how you force community is like, yo, you got your booking? Oh, I didn't get mine. You know what? I'm going to come fuck with you on your booking. Because mm. now I get to come to your table when you got versa. the free bottle, uh, or, yeah. or or you got them three open bar slots. Yeah. Now I'm gonna come get open bar with you as yeah. well. You force that community, yeah. right? But now on top of that, That's it's dope. like, hey, if you make your if, if you if, when you do make your booking, right? 
because you was on top of your shit. So this is going to be the layout, right? Mm. I haven't really been able to tell everybody what yeah. this layout <laughs> is going to be, right? Because trying to push all the whole information to everybody is overbearing. They don't want to yeah. take the time. They don't read. Nobody reads no more, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, 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 people don't get concepts. It's a foreign yeah. concept because everybody's off the phones and you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not, it, but this, is, or, this is plain English <laughs> if you paid attention to it just a little bit, right? So it's like, look, Let's say club opens April 1st, right? Which is not, but let's say yeah. club opens April 1st. Then March 15th at 7 a.m. in the morning, we're going to open up bookings for the people who own the uh, the Bay, Bay Apes, Apes right? right? And at 7 a.m., you're going to have to, you know, be on there, yeah. make your booking for the days that we're open of those two weeks because it's every two weeks you get a booking Ooh. with a Bay Ape, first right? Come, now, serve. first come, first serve. Yeah. Exactly. So once <laughs> you make your booking, up, right, and everything is sold out, that whole two weeks is sold out. Yeah. So whoever wasn't up on that shit, they missed out on that. You got to wait the next right? two weeks. And now these people who got these bookings, they got two weeks and some change to decide if they're going to go oh. or sell it. Or sell it. So And then two weeks later, top of the month, every 1st, every 15th, you better be up at 7 o'clock in the morning yeah. ready to make your booking for the next yeah. two weeks. We give it yeah. the 1st wow. or the 15th a new meaning. I Come mean, on, like man. Says, it, bring, it brings that uniqueness, that's, that, that scarcity, like... Yeah. I mean that nostalgia too, cause fucking yeah. look look like uh, like previous episode mm. where I'm going to episode four where we talk about kicks. Right? Yeah, you know I was just thinking I mean? the same yeah. thing. It's the same nineties factor where yeah. pre raffle you had to be a motherfucker that was ready to get your sleeping bag on or stay up all night. Yeah, yeah. just pop exactly. this big cuz we out here all night to get these jays. Look at this jays. Look, you you hear that right? <clears throat> when you missed out on those jays, did it stop you from trying to get the next pair? Nah, nope. Hell you look not. more strategic. You, yeah, you look more strategic. Exactly. 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 The Damn, scarcity in it all. You know yeah. what I mean? And when you hit, you like, yeah. I got I'm the motherfucker. I'm in this time. Hey. Well, because you, know you mean? at the same time, you <laughs> can flip them. Like you said, <laughs> yeah. you can flip them. You, you can flip right? Come on, man. This is the party goer. Try to get two pairs. How does that break down now, Mike? As you can see, like, I mean, someone that's on the fence, but you're someone's obviously in the club every weekend, always partying. Yeah. Always got the spots. Like, knowing that, like, because fuck. Like, if we go I mean, that a, sounds like if you have a good time, you're looking at like buck fifty, two hundred. Oh, that's dude, just for all drinks. Easily. That's not parking, food, easily. Bit, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, like you said, as someone that goes out all the time, that sounds like a dope ass concept. It, and it's, you know? it's investing in, in your in your party going. Yeah, like, like, exactly. Watch where you can make the money back. You can too. make it back. That, exactly. That's the biggest key that I that I so, get so, off so of that. So people yeah. just don't, right? So this is why this is how you build the value of that NFT. So why I could say that. The uh, the male ape is worth fifteen thousand dollars, right? Because you have the potential to make fifteen thousand dollars if you sold it for the minimum price of every booking throughout the year. Remember, that's five hundred and fifty-four dollars times twenty-four. Mm. Now the female ape, right, is valued at two ninety, but it's really a higher value because I only base that value off of four people entering into the club, four people having four drinks. Plus tax and gratuity. Drinks priced at $15. Mm -hmm. Plus tax and gratuity. It comes out to $290. But niggas, no open bars, open bars. You know what I mean? You can tell a motherfucker, right? Look, these trees that open bars. I could have oversold it. I could have oversold it, right? And said, you know. like that babes went out of business. I can't let them boys from the I can't drive you to Slash One and I fucking want to take I could have oversold it and said, you know, four people entering in the club, four people have eight drinks, but the typical person gonna lie like, I don't never have eight drinks. You know, damn well you have eight drinks, right? So minimize And then it's like, listen, if you ask somebody, right, it's for y'all, right? It's for y'all, right? Y'all about to go out. How much would you pay? Tap open bar for y'all. You going up? I'm gonna ask y'all for how much would you? I mean, you talking to some cats who had an open bar in the trunk? So. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We had the bag. I said, I said a buck, buck twenty to, to drink. Hold on, hold on. A 
20. No, no, you mean each? No, 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 no. Four people. Four people going to the club total. How much? Hold on. All together. How much would you pay? Say, for instance, you the one paying. Yeah. It's four of y'all, right? You got the money. Whatever, right? How much would you pay? Y'all niggas gonna share this shit. No, 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 because you gotta pay. I would say. Four hundred. That's already a higher value than the 290 that I base it off of. Yeah. But now listen to this. Is that four hundred dollars even? Uh, you, you could drink past that oh, four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna go? Mike's got a for a So how much more value it will that necessarily be? <laughs> so now, 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 mind you, right? And this is a, you know, I get this a lot. Like, why the you know female apes is valued at this I and the male apes is valued at that? Oh, now, first, so, like, so listen. A male or a female could own, a nigga or a girl could own either, either or. or. It doesn't matter what yeah. ape you own. Yeah. If you got that ape, you, you got it. that perk. Right? The thing about the female apes, they have no cap, right? The, the male meaning, apes, meaning, meaning. meaning at the bar, what yeah. you can get, yeah. what you could drink, yeah. how far your night could go. But your males do. Your males got a cap, you know why? Because males drink way more no. than females. Oh, okay. no. So but with the male apes, yeah, the value is, you know, five hundred and fifty four dollars because a bottle costs four hundred and fifty dollars yeah. plus tax and gratuity, it gets to that five fifty. But you got one bottle. Right. Now y'all throwing splitting that one split bottle between you four people. pushing the female apes to the back door. You know right what I mean? There. That would be the move. You, you, you got so now, but now people want exclusivity. You know, mm. so that's what that that's what you're paying for too. Yeah, you so exclusivity now, over here. On. You only got this one bottle, but yeah. now you over here at this bar. And I mean, you fluent within the whole you, thing, yeah. and you get it how you want to. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm drinking drink on this. Day. Day. You know, you know, motherfuckers be over at the bar getting they drinking shit like yeah. that, and then they end up in your section <laughs> <laughs> drinking your bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he pulled up pop from so the it's the pluses and it's the minuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know of uh, 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 of it, and you know when I. I explain this to people yeah. for people to understand, you know, to a degree. Um, and it's like, you know, the utility, man. And I, I can't bang home enough the utility. I mean, the that's a real breakdown right income. there. Yeah, Why you are not going to make passive income without investing in mm -hmm. something. Yeah, right. You don't get passive for income you, for nothing. This shit don't come free. Yeah. People so hard on like, you know, motherfucker rather go like Why is this all like that? How much <laughs> money would you would you would, would, would uh, to to say that you have the potential to go out two times a month. Now you got shit planned. Right? Yeah. You got shit planned. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Same way that you're gonna go to work and want a certain time, same way that you're gonna make sure you secure your nightlife and your fun. You're gonna right. be up at seven o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're gonna make sure you get on there. I, oh, yeah. I know exactly I'm when I'm going out. Right? But you know what? I don't want to go out that night. Right? I'm going to go ahead and sell it. I'm going to make my passive income. I'm going to keep on doing all mm. what I do in my day. But listen, yes. you can technically own oh, it. Yeah, I mean, listen, you mean it's a staycation too. Like, yeah, yeah, you step in. Right. Listen to this though, right? So what about, you know, when you make that booking, you don't know who's coming to the club that night. Yeah, exactly. Right. Imagine when if Drake shows up, how much how you going to sell that table for? Wow. Man. Hey, look, you know what? We got the budget to do it too. We got the budget to do it. Wow, mm. that's crazy. Hey, y'all heard it here on the Happy Hour show. Russell, before me. You got the you got the Let's budget go. to do it. Yeah, my man's been doing it. It's crazy. Uh, I just like to see you watch. We went from uh, you know upbringing in San Francisco, from you know not being able to go here, not being able to go there. Early United players, early Rudy, Young Maul. To fucking you going to to be in your first round of the beginning really stages if you even want to call it of 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 uh, celebrity endorsing that I love New York that crazy raw technique of filming of what we call today is reality TV yeah mm -hmm. you know what I mean you really be on the front front being one of the first characters to really <coughs> stand and a lot out of shit. you know what yeah. I mean and, and, and come full circle go through your trials and tribulations with the law come out of that 
come into some movie, come into acting, now being a director, you know producer. what I'm saying? Producer. Producer. You're going through all these stages and just being here throughout the show, watching you, mm -hmm. you know, go through all these hats and, and, and ending with this masterpiece of the Bay yeah. Apes. Uh, you know, it's just been such a crazy thing to, to wonder. Uh, when we took a pause and break, I asked you about certain memories that, you know, do all this conversation. Like, is there anything that you want to put out there in, in closing uh, to a young Tim Millie, to a young mall, uh, or a young person that's want to be an entrepreneur to say that, look, I built something, you know, as extraordinary as not only my portfolio, but something groundbreaking as this. Is it like something a legacy. that you could tell yeah. out to people? Because I thought you would be a perfect addition to the show mm -hmm. because of all this. Absolutely. But before we end, this was something that just came up. I mean, with you, it's been a while, but that mm -hmm. I've known about, we was on a live and I seen your story before I woke up and you said you woke up and you wanted to be a fucking stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that is funny. I mean, I got we got some funniest in here, but I think you are fucking naturally hilarious. Like, yeah. you know, there's funny people out there, but I think when you're just naturally funny being oh, yeah. you like you are in yourself, I think it's just naturally. So what did you come up with this weird idea of all this shit that you got going on that you want to take stand up really serious? Because I see yeah. it. I see it. The last 24, I mean, 48 hours, you've been like, I'm on this shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, <clears throat> I always wanted to get into like, like stand up, right? Because I love stand up comedies, mm -hmm. man. You know, uh, uh, Martin did it for me, you know, back in the day. Um, you Martin know, Moore. Uh, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx did it for me. And before <laughs> them, you know, it was Eddie, Eddie Murphy, yeah. you know, before there Rob was, you Richard. know, Rick Fox, you know, it was, you know, all these influential people, right? And I love laughing, right? Yeah. Um, so once I learned, like, Cause at first I thought these niggas were just freestyling up yeah. on stage, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But then when I learned that it was it was written, mm -hmm. right, to a degree, right? To a degree. And Punch then you line. play off of those writtens and those punchlines, right? And I'm a, I'm a writer at heart, yeah. you know. Uh, and I believe I hold a great cadence, by the way. You see what I'm saying? Shit like that. Yeah. Like I know how to, you know, I know how to structure a punchline. Mm -hmm. I know how to tell a story yeah, and sure. all of these things, and just like. You say you you funny. I remember you know being you know I went to my guy Lewis Bell. Shout out my nigga Lewis Bell. Sign I went up. you know Sonny Bo. I went to um you know one of his uh, one of his standups and we was in the back man and I was cracking everybody up right and how I was delivering and he was like bro you need to be a comedian like you funny yeah right but that was me being me being me being and you. knowing how to transition you know one punchline or one story yeah. and then contort my body yeah. you know and you know. A matter of factly, uh, right? And you know, somebody who crowd, do it the best yeah. is David Chappelle. That's my oh, favorite stand-up comedian. No one you know what I mean? than these days. Yeah. He's transcended it now crop, to man. where I, I'ma just laugh because, like you say, some of the cadence, and it's just like, you know, somebody else you wouldn't laugh as hard, yeah, but his delivery. But yeah, so, um, you know, about two years ago, I was supposed to, you know, make my stand-up debut with, with, uh, with Lewis Belt in Oakland. And um, I ended up having to go to a child custody hearing for my son out in Monterey. So uh, I canceled it. I mean, I was a little nervous to even take it yeah. on because it's like, you know, it's one thing to be in front of, you know, people that you know to be like and this and it's another thing to be in front of st strangers <laughs> but not just the strangers because I could get like this freestyle yeah. in front of strangers but to structure in front of strangers yeah. I know how it ain't that easy to yeah. remember your lines mm. in acting yeah. it's in, and know the cadence and how you have to you know your expressions and yeah. stuff your like that you know what I mean your mannerisms count. all that shit count but mm -hmm. I always you know I follow my dreams mm. I yeah. always have these dreams of me doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. And, and, I, uh, and the other day, I came out of a dream 
laughing like a motherfucker at myself, right? Randomly. What the fuck am I thinking about? And it was 6.30 in the morning, and I always tell myself, man, you know what? I'm going I'm to write that shit down later, right? Yeah. And then you forget about it. You forget about it, So yeah. I'm like, you dreams know, some of my dopest ideas come to me in, in my dreams. dreams. And I, and I lack shit to remember. the time to say, you know what? Get up. Write it down now. Yeah, yeah. Go, While it's go fresh out it later. Yeah, so the yeah. other day when, you know, uh, um, this, you know, when it came up, I said, you know what? It's it's my time. You know, it's my time to at least try it yeah, out yeah, and yeah. get on that stage, right? Yeah. And, and in front of people, you know, small spot, you know, Lou Do out in, uh, out in Oakland um, or whatnot. And, you know, in front of random people, I don't care to like have all my friends there. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not funny to them. When, like, when, when it comes down to me <laughs> doing like a stand up routine, I don't think that, you know, I'm going to be funny to yeah, them. Or it yeah. might make me a little nervous. nervous. Yeah. Now, being in front of people who don't know my everyday, yeah, right? They, they, could, they could get it because uh -huh. they're not used to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it'll be different, yeah. you know? So I, I said, find, if call, do, I want my people to do, come. Do you find vulnerability in there, though? Yes. Because oh, man. You know, like you said, it's something that you're going to start off for the first time. And what if yeah. you, got, you know, like you said, shit, what if, what if they say, they throw tomatoes at you like Fozzie Bear. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm not going to bomb. Yeah. I'm not, like not going to yeah. let myself bomb. There you go. Yeah. You got to think about that. You know, what my manifestation is, I'm going to succeed in everything that I, I do. do. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I'm going to know how to pivot, how I need to necessarily pivot. Shit. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we had, we had love. Right, you know what I mean? We wouldn't ever do our grand opening, all that shit. Look how I pivoted. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down then, bye. I'm about to build a new one. Hey. Facts. I, I spent $350,000 in that club. Damn. It wasn't even able to do a grand opening. Damn. But you know what? With the NFT, with the babes, I make it all back plus some, and then I could do it all over again with a bigger budget. Hallelujah. So, <coughs> so what we gonna so, see on tour with Mike Epps is the question. Oh, so hey, because yeah. be honest hey, with you though, you, 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 you seeing people trigger out. They yeah. going out there. You got TIs yeah. out yeah. there. You got, you, got, you got Fab fucking around. You got Fab fucking around. So I'm just to think about it, right? Look, listen. I'm a, I, when I do my stand up out in uh, out in Oakland, I'm gonna kill it. You gotta let us know what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm kill it. You gotta and be in the I building. And when I kill it. All my comedian friends is going to see it. They're going to be like, bruh, <laughs> come go. on. You got to do improv. Oh. They're going to say, nigga, do that at improv. So now that's a Time script. That's a script. Yeah. Right? That's a script. And, and I only did it in front of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to take that over here. What do you think that should be able to do? He go here, tell the story. Oh, here, he telling the same exact story. Yeah, yeah. Because they weren't there. It's a new crowd. Exactly. A, real, a, real, a real comedian fan knows because I, I, oh, yeah. I love comedy. That's why I think, yeah. I think, I honestly think you'd be great for it because you have, I mean, a shit of of material of, oh my God. only of yourself not even current topics that you can blend mm -hmm. in and stuff because yeah. you see comics today they, I'm not even standing on current topics neither yeah. Dave, Chappelle doesn't even, on... Dave Chappelle doesn't even really tell jokes anymore you know what I mean he tells stories it's an art form his cadence yes. no one ever has yeah. it no one has it I, I honestly think that uh, where he's at now I think he's transcended Eddie because Eddie just didn't have that much of a long body period but he's almost on his richer <laughs> shit you know what I mean yeah no, absolutely. That shit is phenomenal. If you go Look, watch his last three pieces, it's that, just, I've never had stovetop stuffing. <laughs> oh my god! When that nigga, when he had said that, you know, man, I'm funny for no reason. Sometimes he said, man, I'll think of a, a punchline, yes. write it down, mm -hmm. and then uh, he said, was. he said on that, uh, I think his third uh, Netflix series, he was like, I wrote this down, right, and you know, I'm gonna bring we'll it back up later. And yeah, you ain't never yeah. gonna, you ain't never gonna see it coming. He so said, I kick, kick her in the pussy. Kick her in the pussy. <laughs> Right, cool, whatever. Now I'm gonna figure it out when it's gonna come. Right, yeah. I'm over there, I'm distracted from all this other funny shit. And then next thing you know, he said, "So I kicked her in the pussy." I was dying, but you know what I did with that, man? I took my notes. Yeah, yes, I took sir. my notes, studying, man. Studying. I, I look, I studied the David Chappelle's. Mm. I studied the uh, the Mike Epps, Kevin I studied the Cat Williams, the Kevin Hart's, the Lewis Belts. Now I mean. I, I study 
you know, I'm I'm a student at yeah. heart mm-hmm. of everything. Definitely. I know how to regurgitate real mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You know, it's you know, I'm I'm not a super book smart type of guy, yeah. right? Now, but I could dive into a book, and once I read that book, I could tell you that book from the front to the back mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. But it ain't never gonna be. Uh, uh, it ain't never gonna come out the exact same way if somebody tell you some game. Oh yeah. G A M E. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know. So so yeah, stand up, man. That's something that you know I'm about to entertain. And I know I'm going to kill it. I already wrote my whole website. I'm practicing it right now. I probably got about two little more segments. It's going to be five to ten minutes. Not I mean long. I really want to uh, write it a little longer gotta, because ain't work nobody, that nobody going to tell me to get off the stage because it's going to be funny. Fire. <laughs> it's going to be funny. And like Cadence, memorizing, getting there, and then the in-betweens to ultimately yeah. get to that next one. Man, the, the, the first one, it starts off with me. It starts off with true love. Imagine mm. that nigga. Imagine <laughs> that nigga, right? That nigga, know what I mean, in the projects with the last name, true love, right? right. Know what I mean? You know, everybody think he can take that nigga. You know what I mean? You know, like, I, I can take him. Like, hold on, who you think? You know, yeah, light-skinned, tall nigga, you know, <laughs> shit like that. You know what I mean? Until they, until they find out, you know what I mean? You know, and, you know, it's I'm not going to give it up, but I'm telling you the cadence of it all, the stories I can yeah. tell between me and my family, the stories I can tell. Like, And then this is another funny thing, and this would be for my big Netflix stand-up, right? Right? <laughs> for wishing right here, Manifest Destiny. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. this. Nigga, you had life in prison, Suit the police, won these millions of dollars, you're a millionaire. What the fuck makes you want to get into stand up comedy? That's a good punchline. You know what I mean? What the fuck makes you want to get a stand up comedy? Go to the common person and go live your life. Yeah. You the one already. Because you know you can. You know, laugh at my pain, man. I love when Kevin Hart did that. Laugh at my pain, man. I think the perfect way, perfect cadence, perfect quote. In quotations, not too long, tattoo you got on your chest. I think that should be your first, oh, yeah. life after life. I manifested it. I manifested yeah. it when I was in prison, but didn't understand what manifestation was yeah. until I went to state for psychology, until mm. I made that decision, right? But life after life is my documentary. Life after life is my, um, my, my, my album. I have that whole album already done. I haven't. I just haven't put it out. You know why? Because that deserves a big budget behind it. Because people need to hear it. It doesn't. It doesn't deserve me to just drop it and hope that people listen yeah, to yeah. it. It's too much pain. It's too much truth in there, right? And and the cadence is just so good. Like yeah. I know how to sing. I'm not the best singer, <laughs> but I know how to sing. I'm like that. Dream meets life, Jennings. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them niggas didn't have no big old yeah. suit. They had that raspy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And they had the yeah. cadence. They had that flow and shit like that. That's what I got. Yeah. That's what I got. You know what I mean? I know how to identify with that. Mm. I wrote a hundred songs when I was in jail, man, and mm. lost the book when I came home. Damn. But God, God, God said mm. I had to lose that book to disattach myself from saying that I'm, I'm just going to be this artist. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Man. Story wouldn't have been so thick without it. Right. Man, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I could keep going. These stories, bro, you know, being, being I, I, I wrote this song called I'm Not a Criminal, right? It's the deepest song ever. And I wrote it inside of the holding tank while the jury was on the other end deciding my fate. Wow. And I wrote it to the jury. Wow, that's powerful. And it's like, I recorded it, it's it's ready to, you know, but I'm like, man, the, 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 um, the visuals have to be oh, hard. They have to be hard. <clears throat> you know what I mean? We have to get Strive Construct Media on that. You Number of Ocho in the books. We want to thank my boy Jamal Tim Millie True Love for coming through and blessing the happy hour show. Real we had our toast of Risa Ritas. We want to thank you. We know the schedule is busy. Thank you for blessing us. Gave us so many gems. Uh, any last words you want to give out to the happy hours out there and to the crew or anybody out there, man, in the world? Yeah, man. You know, um, one one thing that um, you know, again, my 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 mentor Rudy Corpez, he always said, "Those who control the mind of the youth control the future." Mm-hmm. If you want your future to be positive, man, make sure that, that that you lead with positivity, man, so our future can be brighter. 
Solid. Respect. And we can't leave without wishing Dradi a big happy birthday. So happy birthday, Dradi! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Reese, we just had a good party. You know what I'm saying? The family, yes, I want to thank everybody for coming Little through. Reese. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, everybody yeah. forgot it was overtime birthday, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's overtime, yeah. yo. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh, we're on eight, but please watch, uh, please watch numbers one through seven. We have some really good gems. We got LaRussell. We got all our sports stuff up there. We got a good one with my guy, Tucky Blunt. Blunt some more. Hey, if you got hey. some fire, go get the yeah. Simply Green. Yeah. Shot them out. Don't forget Ball's about Ransky. Uh, Stay Ball's fresh. Ball's been a good host at the club and just in business with a lot of these brothers too uh, especially drop some bombs with the uh, conformity of brotherhood with Stunner and Gunna mm. uh, from the last black uh, man of San Francisco make sure to keep watching and subscribing man until next time hey. shut up hey. ah. yeah. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even trying to flex but nigga I ain't done yet I made investments in a fortnight and made about 10 next while niggas talking that ride ride sending packs hoping they land I'm growing them in my sleep M&M's, M&M's, Sabe, yeah, these niggas want me next, but I'm right now living currently on that blockchain, cause I'm in, and my MetaMask looking aped up, cause the Bay Apes going in, so the floor price going up, up about 10 ETH in a year, woo, Sabe, yeah, let me talk my shit, nigga 10 milli turned 20 milli off the government when I hit, and I'm still winning like Stunnerman, no two up in this bitch, but I'm international 10 now, I might stop Bay on your bitch, woo, hold on, hold on, I've been away for a while now, I'm in London still, fucking on bitches, y'all niggas be dying to kill. Uh, hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, hold on. I've been away for a while now. I'm in London still, fucking on bitches, y'all niggas be dying to kill. Uh, hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe. Hold on, Sabe.